All right, everybody. Welcome to the Loud Pedal Podcast. I am Clark Mike Griswold, alongside of Brian Darkmouth Hustlinger uh, and PBR Josh. This PBR week, Josh. we have a special guest on the show, so everyone clear the dance floor because Chris Moore is ready to dance. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there it is. You didn't need me to do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, we didn't. We're just going to get right into it. Uh, Bridgeport Speedway. That's, yeah, that's where, uh, that's home. That's so home. How, did you, how did you get involved in racing? How old were you when we went to your first race? Where? Who was your favorite? All that stuff. It was negative nine months years old when I went to my first race. Oh, really? <laughs> dad, dad was racing during, through mom's pregnancy and raced till I was probably five years old. Um, so yeah, I've been going to racing for a long time and then he got out of it. And I started playing baseball, and so I hadn't been to a race in a long time, or at least a, a, a modified race. My brother was racing go-karts. I actually raced go-karts for a few years. It wasn't any good. Um, so, But then he got back into it, and, and uh, I was kind of, a, you know, I was young. I was like 10, 10 11, 12 when, uh, when he raced the first time. And he stopped. And again, I was still playing baseball. So I never, you know, and I was 12. I couldn't drive myself to the races. So, um, but then there was a post. I was, I was, went to school and I was announcing at, at college. We had uh, uh, like a closed circuit TV station. So they did football and basketball and baseball games and all this. And I got involved there. And when Bridgeport posted on the South Jersey site that they needed an announcer, I said, hey, I can do this. And I couldn't. I was awful when I started. I don't know why people <laughs> said I was terrible. Um, but but I got better, I guess. Oh, I know I got better, but I oh, was for sure. Oh, it sure. Uh, dude, your, your intro when you bring the modifieds out, it's just badass. It's <laughs> badass. It's better than Tim Pitts, you know, Tim Pitts. I, not yet. I, <laughs> yeah, yeah I mean, you're so much better than Tim Pitts. <laughs> Listen, I'm not here to... Uh, to bad I'll, I'll do it for you. I'll do it for you. I'll okay. do it. For you. You, you, it's your podcast, but I. Uh, <laughs> so what, did you, what did your father? What was your dad? What's your dad's name? Where did he race? He his name's Tom Moore. Um, he raced like late models at Flemington. He ran Sportsman, I think Sportsman and Modifieds at at Bridgeport. Um, he uh, he never won. He never he never won. So, but. He, uh, he wasn't, I mean, we weren't like a big money team. We did it for the fun of it. I mean, he was, yeah. you know, he just enjoyed the racing and, you know, <laughs> they put together a package and, and he did, he did the modified thing. We went to Volusia, I think two years. Um, but I mean, he just did it cause it was fun. He enjoyed it, you know, he enjoyed and it got his son and his older son with my big brother and, and, uh, and, but you know, yeah, we, you know, he wasn't out there to win a bunch of races. Don't get me wrong. He wanted to win, but. But, you know, he just did it for the fun of it because he enjoyed it. And uh, it uh, taken it held 20 years later, and it's our lives now. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. yeah, your brother's paint scheme this year is a throwback to your dad's, right? Yes, yes. That's yes. awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah that's was, pretty cool. Yeah, 20 years ago was the last time dad raced. And uh, my brother kept the paint job a secret, you know, the whole time. Um that it was being done and everything. And I knew, I knew it. I'm like, it's gotta be, he wouldn't tell anybody. I'm like, it's gotta look like dad's car. It just has to. 
and he wouldn't tell me. And they invited us all over to see it. And before he showed it to us, he was like, 20 years ago was the last time you raced. So I know it. I know what it is. <laughs> but it's a sweet looking race car. So hopefully he parks at Victory Lane soon. He was close on Saturday, but he'll get there. So as, as far as announcing goes, I mean, I imagine your the weekly shows, there's not as much. But how much preparation goes into getting ready to announce for the night? So yeah, it all depends. Like the beginning of the year is uh, is a lot because you know people have new cars, new sponsors, Robert. things like that. And and to me, it's important. You know, like I think if you're going to be an announcer, you have to. You know, we have to hit sponsors for the track. Well, you have to hit sponsors for these race car drivers too. People put their money into this, and if you want people to continue putting their money into these people's race cars, which is what allows them to race. If to give them the recognition. So I try to get around and, you know, write down sponsors that are on cars and uh, it's so I'm and try, I try to get hometowns. Uh, Jeff, Jeff Allen is who I learned that from. He's way better at it than I am. I'm working on the hometowns thing. Um, it's a lot to like Jeff's at the point now where pretty much every driver he knows where they're from. I know a lot of the modifieds, but I have to work on the sportsmen and at Bridgeport, the street stocks, but but, yeah, like a regular Saturday night, once you get into the season, there's maybe two, three new cars that you haven't had yet at that point in the season. But um, but the beginning of the year is tough. Like, Florida was a lot. Florida, when me and Jeff were down at Alltech, um, you're getting every – we got every driver that was there. And I think there were, like, 50 modifieds that week and over 30 sportsmen. So this is 80 cars. You're getting sponsors, um, hometowns. We got the engine maker for the modifieds because obviously the chassis and the chassis for for every car there. So it was it was a lot, but you know it's just something that uh, it gives you talking points. You know what I mean? If there's downtime, there's talking points that you can use, and uh, and like I said, it's just people get to know more information about the drivers. And I, I never understood the hometown thing, but Jeff explained it that if somebody's at the races for the first time and they're yep. from pemberton new jersey and they hear so-and-so is from pemberton new jersey well hey i'm i live down the road from that guy i'm gonna root for him and it gives them a connection and something to root for and suddenly when you have somebody to root for you find yourself coming back to see how they do so yeah or root, nice. against. Or root against yeah yeah or root against if they do something you don't like yeah <laughs> yeah and that's the that's no. the thing too just for doing like uh Kind of like what I do on on live. It's, it's the same same kind of deal. I can relate with you on that. When you got those those guys, they're just out there. You, you have a number, and you're just like, yeah. It, especially when you, I don't have the op, same like sort of opportunity to like go in there and go right. get all that extra information. You're kind of just I'm using what I can find online, like on Facebook or whatever at the time, just to try yeah. to put it together. And then it's kind of like one of those things. Like remember, like for Grandview, like I every single almost every modified that comes out of there like i know name and number and this this and that i can connect it yeah well that helps (laughs) too when i go to other places like and it's just like a whole new thing and i'm like having to like look for the lineups and do this this and that and just to just to get a connection so that i can when i'm when i'm live i can try to give people a little bit of information of what's going on which you know helps helps people out that especially if the video is not great or whatever (laughs) i try but you know it's there's sometimes just you know technical how do you guys like how do you keep up with all the action because you know you know just as well as i do and 
Josh and Mike that things happen quick. Yeah. You know, I, I, I don't, I, people ask that, you know, they're like, how do you do it? You know, people love to ask, how do you do it without cursing and this and that? Cause if you talk to me when I don't have a microphone in front of my face, I can be a little vile, but yeah, it just, <laughs> you know, yeah. It, just, it just happens. You just, I, I don't want to act like it's this big deal, but I just, some people can do it better than others, you know, cause I've seen people who do it, who aren't that good. Um, but it just, I don't know. It just, it just happens. Things start to happen and you just say what you see. And if it's exciting, then you know what I mean? It just, you just go with the flow. Yeah. It just, it just takes over, you know? And it, I, like I said, I can't really explain it. I, I don't know. It just happens. It, (laughs) it just happens. And I get excited too. You know what I mean? Like, like this Wednesday, I will be losing my mind. The pits. I'm yeah. Yeah. It's it's dirt it's dirt modified heaven. It's yeah. the star the cream of the crop is coming yeah. down from uh, north there. Yeah. When well, but even even other races like when I did uh, the first race on the new track. I mean, I told Dylan, our video guy, I'm like, dude, I could bench press 500 pounds right now. I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah. I just, I just <clears throat> you know, I'm it's as excited as some of those guys are to get racing and everything like that. I'm the same way announcing. It's it's. It's a lot of fun for me. I enjoy it thoroughly. So, so what do you do when a race gets like boring? Like I don't know, uh, a driver's like uh, straight away in the lead, just find the action somewhere and just go yeah. with that. Yeah, you want to keep, you know, you still want to keep people informed. You know, every couple of laps, like yeah, this guy's still kicking everybody's tail, but there's somewhere there is racing going on. Whether it's for fourth, seventh, whether somebody has come from 18th to ninth, you know what I mean? Like there's always something that you can point out you know some sometimes it's harder to find than others um but there's always something going on that you can point people's eye to and you know it's 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 become honestly become an announcer having a good track announcer has become a lot more important now as uh as streaming has grown you know with dirt track digest and flow and and yeah. dirt vision all this you know what i mean people are seeing you at home and there's highlights and so it's it's become a lot more important and it's like personality too my yeah, opinion you know and it's it's especially when you have a race you know like these like flow racing right they do a lot so typically if they're coming to your track they have one camera so the camera can't necessarily keep up with everything whole, going yeah. on in the track yeah so if there's maybe a good race for second and third but you see three wide for seventh you know what i mean you got to kind of bounce around so the people that might not be able to see it can still uh know what's going on so but like i said there's there's typically always something you just got to be able to find it so now now being an announcer you have to stay pretty pretty neutral but i i'd imagine you have that one (laughs) driver that that you root for in your head at the race but you can't come out and yell like yeah he just took the lead screw the rest of you guys (laughs) well my big brother uh well yeah obviously i can admit he's the one um, but I, right. So a lot of people, I mean, I'll come a lot of people think Ryan Watts, my favorite driver. And I like Ryan Watt a lot. I like his wife and mother-in-law more, but, uh, Ryan's a really <laughs> <laughs> love you, Barb and Leslie. Um, but no, I mean, Ryan Watts a really good guy. He's a really good race car driver, but getting the chance to walk through the pits and becoming more confident in 
like when I first started, I was terrified to talk to any of these guys. I was just petrified. I'm like, I, I was 19 when I started. I'm like, these guys are going to look at me like you're supposed to tell these people who I am. Get the hell out of here, kid. Um, but I've gotten over that. And, you know, I mean, I've met a lot of really good people who are really good race car drivers. So I, you know, it, it, I'm rooting for everybody almost. I'm rooting for a good race, but pretty, I have, I can't, I cannot tell you there's one person I've talked to and said, I don't like that guy because whenever you talk to him in the pits and everything like that, they are nice to me. They're kind to me and uh, they're good people. They're good to talk to, you know? So I, I don't, I can't sit here and tell you I root for anybody. I'm always happy for whoever wins because, like I said, I, I have some form of relationship with them, and, and it, it uh, you know what I mean? It, it's it's good to see all of them win. I was happy to see Matt Stangle win at Big Diamond. Why? Yeah. It's not it's because good. I like him more than Jeff Strunk or Rick Laubach or Craig Von Doren or any of the other guys He's there. He's a kid. He's a kid in up and cover. It was great to see that. But, you know, it was great to see Jeff Strunk win. Strunk, he needed to win. Oh, Jeff Josh Strunk was ecstatic. I know Josh was gone for two weeks after that. A lot of PBR. I just dove into that 99 pack of PBRs and nobody's seen them for like a week or two. Dude, I have a wall of cans. I can't even get out yeah. of my face. You know what I'm saying? He, he's he's got he's disturbed. Uh, well, you know, he's a fan. He's allowed to be. Yeah, he's a fanatic. That's exactly what he is too. And that's the thing. I've had that. I've had the same thing where it's like, you know, some guy would take the lead and, you know, whether it be whoever it is, if it's Von Doren, Strunk, Howard, whenever they get out in front, you, you got to find something else. Nobody wants to just watch the guy out in front just go and you're just like, yep, he's going and he's going again. And now oh, he's I- in the lap traffic. There's always something going on behind him. Just just on this yeah. Saturday, too, you know, you're watching that battle up front between Herthler and, and Howard at Grandview. Yeah. Was, All of a sudden, here comes Mike Guler now. And now he's up in the third. Yeah. And you're like, where did he come from? Right after the restart, he flew by two guys. And it like, you guys do a great job. You guys do. Well, I, I'm telling you, I think doing a camera is harder than it is to announce. Because you're trying to pick up. Yeah, follow it and find it. Exactly, but while yeah. you're trying to find something else going on, you still have to keep the camera focused on yeah. what you're following. You know what I mean? So I'm looking around. I'm not looking at the camera right now, but I got to follow what's going on. It's I have no idea. I mean, I, I watch Dylan's highlights. I watch stuff on Flow Racing. Gary Silverman does uh, for us and and at Grandview and Dirt Track Digest. And it's like, how do you never move from the action without at least at some point like be staring at an empty racetrack you know what i mean like at some point i would think the cars in frame leave frame but they never do it's almost like they can focus their eyes on use their eyes to focus on two different spots yeah exactly and i have no idea how they do it i can take them you know like when cars come down the front stretch i can kind of take a break real quick shut the microphone off and peek and just kind of let it be a natural break in what i'm doing you can't just point the camera at the ground yeah (laughs) Uh, hey, I'll have a cigarette. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. So, no, Check I that guy hard. out over there scratching his ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Josh. Josh picks up everything by sucking down a PBR. Uh, now, when you're up in the booth, do you have, like, live timing up on a computer or anything in front of you to help you out? Depending on the track. At Bridgeport, we have a screen that's connected. I can't do anything with the screen, but it shows me exactly what's on the scorer screen, which is right down the uh, – Right down the table. That'd be so awesome to have. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, Yeah, it it really helps, especially if, like, 
Jeff needs a night off or whatever and can't make it for the quarter mile guys, they're really hard. Like the 600s, I don't know who, you know what I mean? I, I see them like twice a year. I don't know what right. car is what. If it yes, wasn't for that is... screen, I would be totally screwed. Yeah, I get the same thing. You get that one, that new division or whatever. Yeah. They come in for one night and then they're out, and it's like, yeah, it's, it's so yeah, it's so gosh, difficult. Yeah. You don't have something to reference off of, and you're just kind of like at Grandview. I'm just going off of what Jeff is saying. Like once <laughs> I hear a name, I'm like, all right, now Jeff said that, so that's that guy right there. Right. That's just kind of how it is. Yeah, well, Jeff's a good guy to listen to. Normally, uh, he's he's definitely gives out the information. He's one of the guys, you know. I can just all the stuff that he says with all the different drivers and he's nailing those sponsors every time without missing a beat, their name, the nicknames, the hometowns, you know, he's got it all down. Yeah. Does he he have like, does he have like a massive folder or something that he carries around or does he just have it on a laptop? So, I mean, every race we go to, Jeff has a clipboard with a couple pieces of paper and again, he's the same kind of way. And at the beginning of the year, you're writing stuff down a lot more. But when once you've been through it a couple times, like Billy Pouch Jr. at this point, right? We've seen, we know what Rick Holston sponsors are. We know where Billy Jr. is. You get to the point, you write 96 Pouch Jr. Just okay, he's here. I know his information. That's easy. Yeah. You know, Strunk 126. I got all that. I know that. Yeah. Scooby's got to be hard. What's that? Scooby's got to be hard because at one point in time, I think one year, then he have like five different cars. He's had a like, few. Yeah, so he's got to be real. He's like a chameleon. He's like, who? All right, is that Scooby? What's going on? Well, we'll... His is like, you know, like the seven car. Yeah. Well, the seven, probably not a great example because it's always been his, but the 14S, right? Dick Beaver. Right. You already know the sponsors on it. You know it's Dick Beaver's car. Now it's, it's just the driver. Rick it's out of Hellertown instead of Craig out of Oli. So it's that you know what I mean. The car is really what we recognize, and then just clicks who the driver is. But the car is what we recognize, and everything else kind of comes to you, you know. So or, you know, like the case was at BAPS where it was Doug Manmiller, you know. Yeah, but that can be a little tricky. That that when it's like a one-time thing in a ride, that can be a little tricky. I think yeah. wasn't it? Uh, didn't Umbenhauer drive that car last year at BAPS? I think it was him. Umbenhauer drove the. 14J at BAPS last year, and he finished like third in it. Oh, yeah, wow. I believe he did. Yeah, yeah. That's another thing too. My, I can, I can remember. Me and Jeff can remember a lot of the stupid stuff for no reason. You just, you just remember certain things. You call him the race Wednesday. Yeah. So I got, actually I got a text today <coughs> from Super Dirt. So Shane Andrews is coming. Uh, you know the the beasts of the Northeast. I don't, you know, you probably know who Shane Andrews is. Yeah. What do uh, do? He's coming. <laughs> he's coming down and uh, we're going to, we'll do it together. So it'll be me and Shane doing the modify. I'm not saying nothing. I, you know. <laughs> don't, yeah. Don't, don't put me in a rabbit hole here. I'm going to put you in a rabbit hole. Just remember 88 plus two. Yes. Yeah. Matt that's going to, yep. That's, gonna, that's who's going to win. It's going to be him or Billy Jr. Okay. I'm not. Yeah, I know you're not allowed. You can tell well, us can, that when we stop recording. It's all good. I can tell you who to watch out for, but I won't tell you who. Uh, Go who down. I know. Uh, I think if there's a local Senior. guy, if there's a local guy that that uh, I'm going to look out for, it's going to be Lawbach. 
Oh, he's super comfortable. He looks super yeah. comfortable. And he even said it in how, how comfortable he felt in the big block. Yeah. And he does well, he does well against those guys. And he has yep. a super dirt week, Eastern States. He could run with those guys. He's not scared. He'll go mix it up. See, here's another thing that I was one of the random things I remember when super dirt came to Bridgeport in 2017. If you remember, Ryan Watt won the race. Yes. And Leslie might curse me out if she listens to this, but Rick Laubach was the best no, part of that. <laughs> well, well she, she loves me. But if you remember, Laubach was the best car that night. And Blue Neil was pretty good her. that night, too. What's that? Neil was pretty good that yeah. night, too. Yeah. He went 21 to, what was it, 21st to third or something. I think he finished fourth. I think he got fourth? to third and finished. Oh, uh, wait. Is that the $5,000 fine race? Yeah, that's yeah. where he got the tire deal. Yeah. Because the S fell off of Hoosiers or something like that, and they find him. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but I I know I know Neil, and Neil wouldn't. Neil's awesome. Yeah, Neil's not. Yeah, gonna, we love Neil. Yeah, we love Neil. Neil's not going to know. Yeah. If anything was up with any of those tires, Neil damn sure didn't know about it. I would put a lot of money on that. Whether there was or not, I don't know. It's over, but. But, uh, you ever get you get any uh, any specific race that you get geared up like yes I can't I'm announcing this I can't believe this is awesome. Uh, pretty much every special show. Okay. Pretty much. I mean, there's you know the like I said the first race on the new track when we went to Florida. You know, anytime I get to do a short track super series race, I mean that you know there's not. The one I would say the one that stands out and probably will always stand out was the last race on the five eights. Um, that was just my dad raced there, my brother raced there. I grew up there. I listened to Jeff when I was five years old with a mullet in the grandstand. So to be there and get to announce that race, you know, fifty years from now, they're not gonna care about Wednesday night. You know what I mean? Fifty years no, nobody they're the last race on the five eights, absolutely. But, yep. You know, so 50 years from now, Rick Lawbach's going to have grandchildren and going to go look at this and they're going to hear me and Jeff. And that's uh, that's pretty cool to me. That's way cool. So, like now, last, what was like the race at Syracuse? Yes, same kind of deal. Like that. Yep. Syracuse is a little it. bigger than Bridgeport, but yeah, for but me, it's, Bridgeport was because you grew yeah. up there. Exactly. Exactly. Now, what was your what was your thoughts when? Uh, when you first found out last year that Mr. Rose had bought the track and then that uh, he had plans of just completely reconfiguring the whole thing, what was, what was, what was your initial thoughts? So I, I knew nothing of Doug Rose. Somebody told me he owned action track and I was like, well, that's a pretty cool place. So, but I, I, I had never, I still haven't. smaller. (laughs) I keep telling Doug. Uh, that I'm going to get there and I haven't yet, but, uh, um, and I, I didn't know anything, obviously the time we had the three eighths track. And so there was three eighths versus five eighths and this and that. And I didn't know anything of his plans. He, uh, he didn't really share it. He kept it under wraps a lot better than I could have. Um, but he was very kind of hush hush about what his plans were. Um, so I didn't really know what to expect you know, and uh, then when it came out in AIRN that he was building, going to try and build something like Lawrenceburg, I was like, okay, well, let me YouTube Lawrenceburg, and I was like, well, I was like, yeah, I could get used to that. (laughs) So, um, you know, I was excited, 
I understood it. Um, I know, you know, it's, it's the thing about the five eights was the people who loved it, loved it. And the people who didn't were very indifferent about it. And you want a racetrack that even if they can't make it every week, when you have something like we're going to have Wednesday night, people, everybody wants to be there. You know what I mean? It wasn't the five eights was not a place where people would flock from the rafters to come see anymore. It just wasn't it, it you know, it was for drivers and fans, you know, people talked about, I don't think the racing was boring. I thought last year the five eights was put on a yeah. bunch. bunch that of was the first, yeah, yeah. That was the first time I was ever at Bridgeport was uh, the Doug Hoffman Memorial on the five eights. I'm like, I'm from Orange County. So I'm used to a five eights. I'm like this and it's banked. I was like, all right. I thought it was badass. I loved it. Yeah. But like I said, so you either love it or people are like, ah, the racing's okay. It's big or, track. You know, <laughs> yeah. It, so it, I, I, I loved it. I mean, like I said, again, I grew up there, but I understood what he was doing. And ultimately, it's his race. It it's his money. I can't do anything about it. So I give a lot of credit. He had a vision, this is what, and, he, and he did it, and he made it happen. 100%. Now he's got to tweak it and then forget about it. It's yeah. it's a deal. It's going to be the showcase. Exactly. The place is badass already. A lot of the drivers, a lot of them, not all of them, but a lot yeah. of them I talked to really liked it. You know, the tire wear's gotten a lot better, which I know was a big concern, you know, and now we're just still, it's still just getting broken in at this point. Yep. But I, yep. you know, I think uh, overall it has been, a smashing success considering um, everything that has gone on, you know, yeah, all the hurdles. Exactly. And you yeah, got the was, first race there too, at the new track. Yeah. Yeah. So there you was, go. And it was awesome. I, I was walking through the pits. I told you I was excited, but I was also nervous. I'm like, man, it's the first race on this new track. The racing's probably not going to be great, and people are going to get on Facebook and complain, and we're going to have to go through all this. Hey, Chuck, you just go to my group and see that. <laughs> There's plenty of that for yeah. every every track. They, people people will find something to complain about, no matter how perfect. Uh, uh, no matter how perfect people, you know, that the yeah. owners or anybody thinks that the track is. Somebody yeah. will nitpick at something. Yeah. It doesn't matter what it is, whether it's, it's the bathrooms or whether it's the, whether yep. it's how much money you put into redesigning the track. They don't they don't care about any of that. Nope. That was one of the things and I got. It, and even no matter how good the racing is, the racing could be like the best in the and they'll find some well, stupid thing. Country. Yeah. 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 That was one. Of well, the there's a little dust there. So you see that? That's better. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little too dirty at this dirt track yeah. race. I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, at the dirt track, yeah. We can watch stage racing on TV if you want. Uh, let's yeah, let's not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I that was one of the things I got really annoyed with last year was people were like the three eight sucks, and I'm like, well, if you would read or anything, pay remote attention, we're not gonna have the three eights either. You know, like we we don't know what we're gonna have, so just stop, wait, be patient. But that's not yeah. that's not America. Trust the, pro- trust the process. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in the same I'm in the same boat as you, Chris. I, I grew up at Bridgeport. My uncle raced sports back <laughs> in the late nineties and stuff. So uh when I was sad to see the five eights go. Uh but at this and I was kinda nervous about the new track. I, I wasn't a huge fan of three eights. However, the the world I went to the World Outlaws race there last year and that was an amazing race. Yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> yeah, that was a really good race. Um 
So I was kind of nervous. And then when I started hearing about all the plans, I just got super excited, super excited. And then Josh and I both went to the first race this year. And when I pulled up, I was just like, like breath taken away. I was just like, yeah. holy shit. You got to yeah. be kidding me. Yeah. And the pictures, I mean, the pictures floated around and everything and they were, the pictures are impressive, but when you they get, don't do it justice. Yeah. When you get there, it's a whole different. Whole oh, I different can't wait. When I get my act together, I cannot wait to go down there because I, I was just geared up and like, let's go. This is going to be awesome. Me and Mike were like, we'll go there every week. Who cares? <laughs> we're geared up, man. I was excited to go to Orange County and, you know, you can't see nothing. Her took over. Uh, it's like, come on. And the COVID and all that just kind of. Yeah, they're not allowed anybody. So. But the race is live and well down here in the south region right now. So yeah, that's good. We're kicking as long as we can, I guess. Until the election's over, everything will be fine. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's a wild world we're living in. That's what I'm oh, saying. Yeah, it is. <laughs> as long as we got dirt track racing, I don't care. <laughs> that makes the world well, go round. So what? Thirteen cars Saturday? What's? The, I mean, don't yeah. get me wrong. That that'd be Penn Camp by seven. <laughs> I think um, there was a there was a combination of things. Number one, it being the first Saturday. Um, that we ran where New Egypt and, and yeah. Grandview and all them guys are running. So that's that's part of it. We immediately weren't going to have as many as we had previously. But you also have to look into, and people have mentioned it, the crash last week. Um, yep. But I don't, but there was also when the post-COVID schedule came out, there was a monster truck show on Saturday and Sunday. And they canceled it because nobody wanted to go. They, you know, monster truck fans, I guess, were afraid of the coronavirus. And that's, yeah. you know, that's fine. That is what it is. But so Doug put a race there. And I don't blame him. Hey, we have an open weekend now. Let's race. Yeah, but exactly. People, people very well have made plans for that week. You know, I know some Neil Williams, from what I was told, it was going away for the weekend with his girlfriend. Um, I don't know if Mikey Franz, I don't know if he had car issues or if he had plans that weekend. But. I think there were guys who planned on having that weekend off and said, well, okay, I'm going to miss a week. So there were multiple factors that went into it. Um, and now we don't race again on a Saturday with the modifies till the 15th of August. So the 15th, 22nd, like that's when I think you will see some normalcy to our Saturday night card counts. So now, I, 13 is not going to be the regular. I would bet a lot of money on that. Is Bridgeport running for points? Yes. So the last two Saturdays have been points. I don't know how long. I don't know if it's – I know the original schedule had September 7th or 8th, something along – second weekend of September was supposed to be championship night. So I don't know if that's still going to be championship night, if we're going to go a little further, if we even make it there with Corona. I don't know what's going to happen. I tell you what, if he hits – October because with um Adolph Cuomo right now in New York, <laughs> you're really he's really jeopardizing Super Dirt Week and uh Eastern States. Who's, oh Cuomo? I, Cuomo, yeah, the, yeah. the fear of New York. So it th yeah. those those are two, in my opinion, two crown jewel races. So yeah. uh, we'll see what happens with New York saying like, all right, yeah, no, no fans or whatever, we're just gonna just shut it down. Yeah, whatever. Throw these sorts of down at Bridgeport. See if you can get everybody to come on down for that. Yeah, I don't know that, you know, you want you wouldn't necessarily have eastern states. You know, like a, like a big yeah, race. But, yes, yes, that's 
very possible. But again, I mean, Phil Murphy, I mean, is he is he much better than Cuomo? Eh. Uh, <laughs> you're racing, though. You have fans right. in your stands, you know what I'm saying? You're right. You, ha- you have a leg up on them. You're right. But we yeah, which isn't much, but. <laughs> doesn't have New York City. So it's a little easier to, okay, we don't have right. this hot bubble area for the coronavirus. So, you know, I don't I, I, I don't know what's going to happen. That's the thing. I haven't known this entire time, you know. I don't think it, I mean, how are you going to, like, say that happens. When when will it happen? You're going to have enough time to get sponsorship money, get drivers down for it and stuff like that. It's just, it, it, it's basically week by week right now. But it is. That's why not like, so Brett Dale, I'm pretty close with him. And he, he said right now the schedule I posted is it, you know, because he's not allowed to have fans. I mean, you can't do the Fonda 200 without fans. Nope. 53,000 to win without having anybody sit in the seats. <laughs> no, there's no way. Yeah. So, it, but he said, if things change, we'll change. We just all have to be flexible right now and um, hope that things break our way and we can continue to do what we're doing. And if you're in New York's case, things can get better. But that's going to hurt the North Region series for that, too, because I mean, I, yeah, I don't know. It's just, just, just have everything north and call it north down here in the south. Whatever you got to do to, you know what I'm saying, to get it. Or just combine all the points. Just do it. Do something. Right. Well, you know, yeah, it's, it's, I don't, I don't quite know what his plans are for the north. I know right now he is shooting and on target to get the full south series in, which is awesome. Um, I think the north is very much up in the air right now because I don't know. Yeah, it's close. At this point, I can't. I it's it's about to be August. I can't imagine yeah. he's full 10, 12 races, whatever it is. In you know, I mean, five mile points gone. The first Orange County race is gone. Wood Woodhall's now gone. I mean, yep. there's a lot. There's just no way. Athens going to be in jeopardy in October too for the Super Nationals. Exactly. So. Accord. Accord yeah. was supposed to be already. That that's yeah. gone. Exactly. So I don't. Uh, I don't know. You know, I can't imagine that there will be a full North series, but if midway through August things start to look better and they say fans in the stands, you might get half a season in. I, you know, I don't know. That's Brett's the Brett's a lot smarter when it comes to that stuff uh, than I am. So hey, he went down south and got 31 cars to go down there with him for three nights. Yep. So yeah, he. Uh, I thought the more impressive thing was he got 17 sportsmen to go for one night. Yeah. 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 And the, the thing the thing that Brett does well is, and that's what I've learned a lot, uh, is if you support him, he will support you. The sportsmen got paid 1500 They got 35 laps that night. Why? Because you guys are driving not at least nine hours. My brother is about a far, as far south as anybody came, um, and we drove nine hours to race. A lot of them guys come from New York. So I, they were right. 13, yeah. 14, 15 hours. So. Yep. You guys are going to come support me. You're going to get the 1500 full purse, and I'm going to give you 35 laps to show, you know, South Carolina and everybody on Dirt Track Digest uh, what you can do. So he is, if you support him, he will support you. Um, and that's that's something I've learned from, you know, treat people, treat the people who treat you well, you treat them well, and he's he does that. That's why he'll get the he'll get the cream of the crop from the you know, PA Jersey, New York, yeah. and. Yeah. Sometimes you sneak a Canadian in there once in a while, like yeah. actually not not Stuart Friesen or anybody like that, but like somebody come on down. Yeah. Well, and that's and, I mean, if you look, a lot of the guys who were super dirt are slowly starting to migrate more into. Yeah. Syria. I mean, 
Larry White's running north and the south. Stu and Shepard yep. running north and the south. Yep. Matt Watson runs the north. Rudolph jumps in every now and then. Yep. Peter Brins. So, you know, those guys see what he's doing. He pays well. Um, it's for half the laps. Yeah. Yeah. So and don't I'm not I'm not knocking super dirt by any means. Oh, I'll do that. I got oh, you on that. Um, <laughs> that's all you it. But anti potent against yeah, they they they, they you know because if they'll they'll sit there and suck the money out to pay for their sprint cars. We all know it. <laughs> They're Lucas Oil wannabes. Now, has there been any talks of the uh the Bridgeport uh short track super series show getting rescheduled this year or no? I'm sure there have been, I think. You know, we have so we have Super Dirt this week, so you weren't going to do anything this week. Next week, we have the USAC National Midgets. So, oh, nice. Yeah. So that's oh, uh, TV. So that week goes off the table, and then the Short Track Super Series runs on the 11th and the 25th. So if, if it does happen, I would think it would be sometime in September um, because the Mid Atlantic Championship is. The first weekend in November. Yeah. Uh, is it November? It's the November, October. Last year was November 1st and 2nd. Okay. So it's late, it's late yeah. October, early November. Yeah. Uh, but I would think sometime in September that, that would, uh, that race would fit in. I would think just have to find the right date, but you don't want to schedule anything right now because again, who knows? USAC could, USAC could get shut down. Right. So we are, I think right now they are open to the idea of it. It's just a matter now of what happens and can we find the right date? So, you know, and there's North races. Yeah. There's North races still that are on the schedule for the next coming bit. So if like you could see what happened with Delmar, uh, Woodhull was supposed to be August 11th. That's not going to happen. So we'll plug Delmar into that date. So you might get the same kind of thing in september so i you know we will see but i definitely i'm sure doug wants it to happen i'm sure brett wants it to happen i know i damn sure want it to happen so uh we'll just have to uh wait and see but i'm i'm optimistic if things stay where they're at right now like we don't need improvement we just need things to stay the way they are right now that it'll happen so what's your what's your initial guess for uh modified car count on wednesday when 35. I would say in the 30s. I in think that's Yeah, I think that would be fair. Um it's tough for some of the local guys to get, <coughs> you're Wednesday gonna have night. To get Yeah, and it, you're going to have to get at least 6 tires, right? I mean at least Hoosiers, that's right. You got to switch over to Hoosiers. So and and I don't know. I know sometimes they waive, you know, dirt waves things for the local guys as far as dirt license and the fire suppression deal. Um so, you know, depending on what they do with that will, you know, vary on, on the local guys that come. But I think some, like I know Ryan Watt, they put the fire suppression in a lot of their stuff because he ran dirt races. He likes going to Oswego and stuff. So, like, he has all the th- fire suppression stuff. Lawbach, similar kind of thing. Um, so, but guys like Tommy Beamer, Mikey Franz, do they have it? Did dirt wave it? I, you know, for them, I don't know. So, but I would say somewhere in the 30s because I think you'll get a lot of guys up there that aren't getting to race or not getting to race in front of crowds or anything like that, or or who have seen this racetrack now and are like, I want to, I want to race that freaking track. They'll come down. So I tell you what, Larry White's gonna do. 
he's going to be Larry White. He's going to hang that thing up on the uh, on the wall because that's how that's that's how he runs. Oh, still, yeah. Look, look for him to be out by lap fifty <laughs> <laughs> because he's going to be Larry White. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, I think Larry White's a very good race car driver. I, uh, you, you see him now as a very good race car driver. <laughs> I've seen him when he first started and it was like, right. dude, get him off the track before he kills somebody. <laughs> no, he was bad. He was, he was horror. He was, no, he was, he was pretty dangerous. He was bad. Yeah. I don't know. He I'll still does Larry White things once in a while, but yeah, he's turned into a hell. Hey, he won super dirt week. He drove a great yeah. race. Yeah. He's turned into a hell of a driver. He really is. He's another one. I talked to him at Bath. He's a nice guy. He's a nice guy, I heard. Yeah, I really like talking to him. So, so He's a midget, too, isn't he? He's, he's short, not, right? He's not tall. <laughs> he's not Rico Abreu. <laughs> he's not tall. He's, a, he's like, all right, who's taller, him or Rico Abreu? I see. I just see he's not Rico, but. but. <laughs> a little bit by a couple inches. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> uh, come on, Chris. We, uh, I asked the hard questions here. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know how tall Rico is, but he's Does definitely. Does Rico need a step ladder or anything to, like, see eye to eye with Larry or no? No, no. Larry, I can interview so him. He's very, so short. What? He's pretty short then. Who? Larry White. He, he, no, he doesn't need a step ladder. No, Rico needs a step ladder. Does Rico need a step ladder to look to uh, Larry's oh, eyes? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's because he's a midget. That's why, Chris. I'm just listen. You're the one asking the questions here. Yeah, my show start uh, uh, start talking smack because he's a little person. Wow. <laughs> so, uh, Chris. Uh, so what? The mullet himself, Tommy Erico, wants to know if you will grow a mullet. I knew. Yeah, I knew that was coming. <laughs> I, I told Tommy that I mine can't live up to his. That would that would be the thing. You know, I, if I'm going to grow the mullet, it would have to be the best one, and I don't know that I'm going to top Tommy. <coughs> I'd like to, I'd like to get Tommy on the show. Tommy's he's fun. He's de- you will definitely get him to uh, next week. He'll, Mike. he'll talk more about beer with Tommy, but but you'll enjoy. It. He's a good dude. He's fun. August thirty first. What's what? that? Oh, book him for August thirty first. There you go. <laughs> book him for August thirty first. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> PBR, get on that. Oh, how am I going to get on that? I don't know. He does have a about beer. Oh, well. <laughs> I, I can't talk about beer anymore. Do so I just got to send him a picture of a beer can and that'll just pique his interest? Or it's like... yeah, I'm pretty sponsored with him, too. 500 bucks. I don't know uh, what kind of beer he drinks, but I don't think it's PBR, so maybe send him something else. Well, he has the – Josh, he was the car that had the uh, PBR can on the back of his car. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> oh, yeah, we, you know, <laughs> okay, I got you now. I'm wrong. Yep, there you He's, go. Now he just became our official driver of the show now, just because of that. <laughs> well, then you yeah, got to have on. Him and Lucas. The X, the, yeah, it's the X-rated car, but I'm not sure. Is he driving crates this year, or is he riding, yeah. running uh, small blocks? No, nah, he's been in crates. Okay. Because yeah. I know he's dabbled in small blocks a little bit. He right? ran three-eighths in the, in the small block last year. Um, but, no, he's been in the crate this year. So, I think... I don't know. I don't know what he's got. I think it might be an open, which would explain why he hasn't run with the modifieds this year. But don't hold me to that. I'm not sure. I forget. That would make sense. Yeah. Yeah, that would make sense. I, I heard a certain uh, certain uh, all-time favorite driver of mine may may be down there Wednesday night. 
I got. I don't know who. I don't know who your favorite driver is because you. Danny just, Johnson. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Think, think. I said sarcastic. The opposite, oh. yeah. Now, oh. Josh, oh, Danny Hearn. Johnson. Yeah. Yeah, it's Hearn. It's Hearn. It's it's Brett Hearn. I don't. Maybe I heard he might be. I heard he. I don't know if he's going to be driving. But I heard he might feel the car at least. Right. My, yeah. My understanding was he wasn't like fully retired. He just wasn't running a county weekly, but. I don't know. He'll be like the Undertaker. Remember, like years, the Undertaker <laughs> would show up for like WrestleMania. Hearn's just going to show up for Eastern uh, States. That's it. Hey, keep the streak alive. You know, whatever. I don't know. Now, got, right now, he's got his hands full with uh, being the director of uh, motorsports yeah. at the track, but he's doing yeah. good though. Yeah, my I've, as far as I know, all they got to do is figure out the dust thing. That's the only thing I've heard about that place that that. Uh, has been negative, but I, you know, I don't know anything about track prep, so. It's just uh, water. Water usually works. Yeah. I don't know. I yeah, don't know. Horton, Horton got caught up in a nasty one Saturday yeah. night. Yeah, that was bad. Yeah. But apparently he's feeling better because he's going to run Tuesday night, and as long as all goes well, he'll be with us on Wednesday. So. Um, have yeah. you ever talked to Jimmy one-on-one? A little bit. A little bit. He's not the most uh, talkative guy. So. No, he's he doesn't look like, like it. He does look like it. He just gives you a look like I just don't. No, go away. Don't, don't, even, don't come he's, here. He's got, he's, he's got that Tom Selleck mustache going on. Right, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's sexy, though. <laughs> it's a good mustache, yes. We're going to have him on the show, too. Go for Who's, it. Who was the easiest driver for you to talk to when you first started interviewing drivers or talking to drivers? The, the, crate, the crate guys are pretty easy. Um, they're they're crazy. So I mean, who talks to them really? Well, but they're just they're similar. You get you know yeah they want to win, but they're not doing it for a living. They're for fun. They're nine to fivers like us that put it yeah. just go out there and have fun. Exactly. You know, and they hang out and drink beer after the races. Yeah. How cool is that, right? Yeah. I can't, I can't remember who the first one I really started. Uh, like modified wise, let's say. Modified. The first one, to be honest with you, and this is going to play into the whole he's my favorite thing, but probably Ryan Watt. Because, oh, here we go. Well, because he was, <laughs> when, I started, <laughs> <laughs> when I started doing Victory Lane interviews and he was winning every week, yeah. like, okay, he's going to know who I got am. Pretty easy, yeah. Got, got pretty easy yeah, to start I mean, talking get, to him, yeah. Yeah, yeah nice before going. Hey, <laughs> hi, Ryan. Remember me? Yeah, Chris, how you doing, yo? Yeah. That was Leslie, that was uh, Logan, and that was everybody. Exactly. So it, uh, it that, became... That's Mike's favorite driver, too. He's a big, huge Ryan Watt fan. I could say he's, he's a good race car driver. What can you, know, what can you say? Uh, Mark, good... Chris, I actually met your brother outside <laughs> of the racetrack at work one day. Did you really? Yeah, I, I knew you, I, I'd seen your brother race. I knew who he was. I didn't, I didn't know who... Like, I knew who his car was. If I yeah. saw him outside the track, I wouldn't know who he was. Right. Um, but at work, a <clears throat> uh, uh, call popped up on my tablet because <clears throat> uh, I'm a service plumber. So a okay. call popped up on my tablet. The name says Tom Moore Jr. And I'm like, <laughs> wonder, wonder if this is – no way. This can't be. Can't be. Can't be. So I, I go to the job, and I was like, I was like, hey, are you, are you Tom Moore Jr.? He's like, yeah, it's me. I was like – are you Tom Moore Jr. as in like the driver of the 59 car? He's like, yeah, that's me. <laughs> <clears throat> small world. It is small world. <laughs> so uh, me and Chris were talking last week. I was going to try to steal for maybe next year if things are somewhat normal to try to take him up to a 
to a New York track. So, what do you mean? I'm gonna, I'm just gonna abduct you, and we're going. We're taking you to a, the oh, three yeah. of us. Are gonna, we're gonna take you to a New York track. Yeah. Well. Well, listen. We'll see what happens. I don't. You know. I think. Uh, we might have the. We might have our tour bus by then. We don't know yet. <laughs> <laughs> I think. Uh, I mean, we'll see. I don't know what's gonna happen. Yeah, uh, that's exactly it. I don't even play it for 2021 because we're not even out of this yet. Yeah, it's, I don't. But I, I mean, I don't know what's gonna happen as far as Bridgeport and. I know everybody's on the Sunday kick, and you know if that if that happens, then I'll be trying to find something to do on Saturday nights. So we'll see. We'll figure this out because next year I'd love, love to take these two guys up to the valley. Right. I'd love to take all you guys up to Brewerton. You're just gonna fall in love with that track. That's uh, Larry White's uh, play, yeah. uh, sandbox now. That's yeah, that's his sandbox. They yeah, all well, it. put a bounty on him. Oh, Land of Legends, yeah, he's got four in a row. Time for a bounty. That's just how it is nowadays. That's how it is. Throw a bounty on him. He's won. Like, like I'm waiting. I'm waiting for Pouch to win again at least two more times. In a like, yeah, just bounty. Just throw a bounty on him. We know what Matt Shepard would do. He'd pull in. Oh, stop! He did. He pulled in. He could because his stepfather was winning. I didn't see it. I know nothing. I saw it. I saw the whole thing. Yeah, I know nothing of it. He was playing gamesmanship, because right? in my opinion, and all honestly, I think he was like, if you want the bounty, you're going to have to beat me straight up at 100%, not like half broken now. Right. Well. Because he could have picked up the checkered. I mean, but uh, yeah, so whatever. He was gone. That cost you, he was five seconds gone. Right. He said, bye. <laughs> but, you know. I, I saw, the, you know, all the comments and stuff, but I. I uh... Yeah, because I like to start stuff. You didn't notice. Yeah. Part of it, you gotta have some kind of drama. You gotta have some kind of yeah, yeah to keep it people going. You gotta have drama. something to talk about, yeah. To keep it going, absolutely. Yeah, people, people love drama. That's why we're gonna have go down on the show in a couple weeks. We are September seventh. Okay. Well, listen, the only thing, and and you gotta you gotta ask the questions, and you guys appear to be fine doing that. But you can't, uh, you, can't <laughs> you can't ask shy away. Not ask him what you know about what people want to hear about you know so no it's gotta ask whatever we feel like want to know what we ask that's how we are and if he doesn't answer it he doesn't answer i mean that's just how it is and if you want to avoid it then avoid it you know whatever it's all good yeah we're not we're not here to sit down and you know waterboard you and torture you to death and try to bright lights in your face until you you tell us what we want to know but yeah no that's just that's josh 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 boards with pbrs uh, yes, <laughs> waterboard people with PBR. <laughs> PBR board. That, 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 no, that's real torture right there. That's real torture. <laughs> PBR. Because they ever want to sponsor us, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why anybody would want to sponsor us. I'm surprised you're even here talking to us still, to be Thank honest you. with you. 20 minutes. We're damn near at an hour now. Uh, I, got, I, got one, I got one more question for you, Chris. <laughs> yeah, my phone yeah, um, told you. All right, yeah. All right, get out of here. Um, so what, what's the... Uh, What's your plans with your with your show, uh, Dirt Track Features? Is there any did COVID kind of derail all of that for I was you? Wondering if this was coming. Um, Shirts. It's more, yeah, right. So it's more the problem I have more is my day job. Um, with uh, I take off a lot to go to races already, so to get off to go interview people, and I work outside. Like I'm sweating, gross. I can't go, you know, my hair gets all dry, yeah, and nasty. Yeah. can't go do an interview. So 
I do think that this winter is going to go a lot better and I will be able to do more because that the idea that I want it to be is not just like what you guys will do and what low down and dirty does and stuff is like, you know, week to week deals, which is very good for covering, you know, everything week to week dirt track features. I think will be most successful as an off season gig to talk to guys about their entire seasons, their upcoming seasons and, you know, spotlight some of the bigger moments and stuff like that. That's cool. Um, yeah. You know what I mean? So like there's, there can be a place for what you guys do and there can be a place for what I want to do. Um, yeah. We won't go against you because you're, you know, we can always work together and stuff. Right. Exactly. But we so, just, this is us. This is like, we, we like to hang out, have fun, laugh and just right. be silly, you know? Yeah, that's, and the part of what I, you know, what's fun about what we do is, you know, when we go to their shops and, you know, I don't want to give anybody secrets away, but you get to see stuff that you don't know about these people, you know, as far as what their race shop looks like, what they've got, how much beer they drink, how much liquor they drink. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. You learn a lot of this stuff. So it's And it's fun. You know, you get to know them as people uh, in a very good way. And that's why I say, you know, I really don't have a favorite modified driver because I've gotten to know a lot of them. And a lot of them are good dudes, you know. People people dislike Ryan Godown for whatever reasons. And, you know. You know why. You know why. Everybody has their opinions on what they see and whatnot. But if you if you talk to Ryan Godown away from the race car. That's what I heard a lot. That's what I heard. Liking him. You know. I, I he, was, he was one of the first ones. I was walking around with Jeff. Me and Jeff walked right up. Hey, Ryan. How's it going? And he'll talk to you. And nice guy and you know so that's why i say if you talk to these danny buck right the two of them not great friends no. i like both of them i like both of them outside of the race billy pouch pouch senior and junior i like both of them so you know what i mean it's it's i could go He's down a list of race car drivers that i like so you know that one that one the billy junior one you're gonna have to listen to that one because i got a bone to pick with him when is that august august 10th. And these two, these two are there to witness it. <laughs> yeah, we he's like, he's yeah. mad. He's mad. Oh. Junior talked to us and not him. He right. stubbed. He stubbed me three times that night. My first time I knew he did, he snubbed me. I don't. So and that then he gave, and then and then after the Delaware race, he gave me half of his car in the in the Wawa parking lot. That's right. <laughs> yeah, and his, and his trailer. I can't. Uh, Billy Junior's another one. He has been very nice to me in my. Oh. Oh, he's got. Oh, he's gonna answer for his crimes. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure if he did that, he has a good reason for it because he. he oh, is, so I'm an asshole or something, right? Well, yeah. If the shoe fits, I'll go with that. Oh, gee, oh, thanks, thanks. <laughs> oh that's that's just real cute. Yeah, yeah. All. yeah good luck with your show too, there, pal. <laughs> good luck with yours, buddy. Yeah, yeah. I'm so, watching so you. I'm watching you. you. I'm watching you, pal. As long as you got flow and you're listening on Wednesday, that's what I'm worried about. So oh, Josh, Josh and I will be there Wednesday. All right. Yeah, we're, we're going. If you see me, say hi. I'm not a hard guy to find. Well, we'll I do. mean, if you give us if you get us upgraded pit passes, we'll come say hi. Oh, I don't have that kind of power. <laughs> I don't right, have we'll that. Talk about right Everybody thinks I do. The most I, I can't even tell you what the most I can do for you. With with the Ramies, I could I could have I could have told you what I could do for do for you with doug i haven't uh i haven't pushed my limits on asking doug for too much yeah. 
Could could you at least take us up in the booth before the race starts and show us your little area? Yes, that we can do. Go live, Josh. Josh, Go live. Can you go live? I'll I'll come live. Yeah. Oh, thank you, man. All right, wrap it up. And then then you can uh, critique my uh, my uh, broadcast or my uh, announcing skills. Well, and I don't watch all your live videos, but I'll tell you this: uh, you're better than some of them. Oh, he's off. That's better than that's better than telling that's I'd, I'd rather hear that than saying hey you're shit you know what I mean so <laughs> but but so you're not better than me though no I'm just <laughs> I, I can't be better than the professional oh, this is amateur hour here I mean I can't I'm not saying I'm better than the professionals I I leave the professionals up to the professionals okay hey where did Chris go after that comment he's gone look at that huh <laughs> it can be done you could do it Josh. Appreciate All it, right, man. guys. Well, we're going to wrap it up for this week's show. So <clears throat> uh, signing out from me, myself, Clark, Mike Griswold. We got uh, Brian, the mouth hustlinger, PBR Josh. And thanks for uh, joining us this week via voice of Bridgeport Speedway, Chris Moore. Thanks, Woo! Thanks, Thank you, Chris. Appreciate it, buddy. <laughs> no problem. That's all, folks.